On the first Sunday of Lent, our message was set in the desert. And we read about Jesus, like every one of us, undergoing temptations, temptations of ambition, temptations of pride, and all the, everything that we all struggle with as human beings. On the second Sunday of Lent, our message was said on a mountain, which was like a counterfoil of the first Sunday that was said in the desert. And on the mountain, there was transfiguration, a reassurance that in spite of our journeys of struggles, in spite of our woundedness, in spite of our brokenness in the desert of life, there is always a transfiguration in the middle. And then on the third Sunday of Lent, last Sunday, our message was set with an image of a barren fig tree. And so you begin to see that from the first Sunday, we are going through some kind of a reminder of our humanity, reassurance of God's grace and mercy, another reminder of our humanity, and yet a stronger assurance of mercy and forgiveness. That's really the heart of our message today. That is precisely a continuation from the thematics that we have been reflecting on from the first Sunday of Lent. And so this evening, we read the parable of the prodigal son. In fact, this is about one of the most fertile parables of Jesus. And different writers have created different titles for it. I think there's a particular writer that titles it The Parable of the Father and His Two Lost Sons. I said, that sounds good. Another writer titles it The Parable of the Absent Mother. Apparently, the person argues that if there was a mother in the house, perhaps all of these tragedies would have been avoided. I'm like, yeah, I like that. I like that. So that was like a kind of a feminist angle to it. So the point is, this parable exactly is doing what it ought to do, evoking imagination, helping us to think and reflect about our relationship with God. But I think one of the things that really makes this parable resonate is because it really follows the arc of the hero's journey. Think of any classical great story in human history. That has always been the arc, the the hero's journey. Odysseus, um, Dante's Inferno, and the list goes on and on and on. Think of any great story that we remember. There's usually five main steps in the hero's journey. And if we take the parable tonight, we can actually break them down or break it down into these five steps. First, the call to adventure. And truth be told, I like this young man in the parable because that's the American spirit. Get get out west and get the gold. Get the gold, everybody. And so there's nothing wrong, really, in that adventure spirit. The very existence of America as a nation, as a continent, is because of the adventure of people like Columbus, Marco Polo, 
Bongo Park, if, you, if you're talking about Africa. So there is something admirable about this young, young man in the parable that wants to go out and figure things out for himself and see the world for himself. But what was his problem? Imagine if he went to his father and said, Daddy, can you give me a loan? I want to see the world. I would imagine the daddy was like, that's my boy. How much do you need? But he tells his father, can I have a share of my inheritance? It's almost like saying to him, you are as good as dead to me. His first major hubris was to burn the bridge between himself and his father. Call to adventure. And like every hero, he goes out there, he undergoes a spiritual death. The scripture tells us that he got himself involved in all kinds of things. Drunkenness, debauchery, drugs, everything you can think about in the book. Second step, spiritual debt. Number three, rebirth. When he falls rock bottom, rock bottom, and when he thought that he was now down to nothing, that was when God says, all right, you've done yours. Now I am up to something. Rebirth. And number four, atonement. Atonement. He says to himself, I'm going to go back to my father. And I'm going to say to my father, I'm sorry. I burned the bridge. I'm sorry. I insulted you. I'm sorry, I was not there to care for you when you were sick. I was not there to take you to the hospital when you needed me. I was buried in my own selfish ambition. I'm sorry. And so he made up his mind that he was going to go back to his father and repair the broken relationship. But number five, and this is where it gets very beautiful. Return and reconciliation. Return and reconciliation. Now this is a parable. And every parable has something it can tell each and every one of us. So let me ask tonight. What's your journey? Where are you right now in your journey? But regardless of where you are in your spiritual journey tonight, there's always that end point of reconciliation. It doesn't matter if right now your journey is that point of spiritual death. Spiritual brokenness. 
spiritual vulnerability. It doesn't matter if right now where you are in your journey, it's addiction, unfaithfulness to your, to your vows, addiction to websites that destroy your commitment to your marriage, abuse of yourself, abuse of the confidence your loved ones have in you. It doesn't matter. What matters tonight? Are you ready to turn around? Are you ready to say to yourself, I will go back to my father? Yet one thing we know is that the father is always there, just like we read in the parable, eager for our return. From the day we left, the father is sitting there on the porch and looking and praying and waiting. And when he sights us from a distance, he covers us with grace. He covers us with the blood of his son. He covers us with the sacrament of reconciliation with the sacrament of forgiveness. But he wants us to make a turn. Make a turn. And so as we continue our Lenten penance, our Lenten discipline, let's continue to pray that the good Lord will strengthen us on our spiritual journey, that the good Lord will give us the grace and the strength to say to ourselves, this time, grant us, Lord, the grace to change. Let us bow our heads and pray. Change our hearts this time. Your word says it can be. Change our minds this time. Your life could make us free. We are the people your call set apart. Lord, this time. Change our 